It's Friday, and we're back. Good morning. Hello. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Nicole, I've missed you so much over the last two weeks. You know, it's been forever, and when I came into the station, and you're like, oh, my gosh, there's so much to catch up on. I'm like, there is. What are we going to talk about still? (laughs) Well, I know. I know. But it's like, we're just, let's just get on air. Let's just talk. Let's just. Right. right. You know, it's funny because I remember saying this to folks that we were only going to take one week off. But the second, the, the first week that I, we took off, I was like, Nicole, I just don't have the capacity to do it. We were running so hard to make sure that Rock the Lake was happening and that everything was getting done. I just, it, this is a, this is something that usually takes six to eight months for us to plan. And we did it in 30 days. I'm telling you, it's like a marathon. Well, it's that huge, it, 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 huh, the huge mind shift of knowing you had everything planned, you know how it goes down. And then all of a sudden the brakes were put on Yeah, and nope, got to change. And then I would imagine because there's so much going on in the world, even with schools and how things Mm -hmm. are changing and businesses that here it was down to the wire. Like what's going to happen today? What's not going to happen today? Here's plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. And just a couple days before our event, then they canceled all the grandstands events. And we're like, boy, we're glad we're not using a grandstand. (laughs) Oh, wow. So everything about it, we, we still checked with the health department and we still got the clearance right up to the day before. I'm telling you, it. Uh, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I didn't believe it was going to happen until I stood on the stage and I told Mark, I said, if this is happening, I want to be up there saying the opening prayer because I have to look and say, wow, God. I bet it was such a surreal moment Very for much. so many I don't people. even know what I prayed. All I know is I looked out there and just smiled because I'd been out there praying for people. Right. I've been praying for people to that their lives would change. And, and, you know, it didn't know it didn't come out exactly like I'd had in my mind. You know, we, it was so bad that we had all this rain and, you know, et cetera. But I saw people give their lives to Christ and that makes it worth it. So of course I was there. You were with my girls. So it was girls night out. Okay. And we came prepared for what I thought would have been everything except the rain gear. And I don't know why I didn't bring a thing. I went out there and got soaking wet on Saturday. And I had a raincoat hanging in my office at work, (laughs) which is two blocks away. And I remembered it Sunday morning, which is good. So I could use it when we did cleanup. Oh, my goodness. But here's what I felt when when Britt Nicole was on stage and the opening, and it started to rain, I just felt that the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm washing and cleansing my people. Yeah. I mean, it just was a whole lot of cleansing and a whole lot of washing (laughs) because it was at some point a torrential downpour. Yeah. And I ended up taking my little girls away. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I went home and I grabbed trash bags and umbrellas. And by the time I came back, that's when I found out. Well, yes, we started back up, but that's when I found out that all the puddles and the little mini lakes throughout the whole the whole fairgrounds. So we had to move all our stuff to what I called higher ground. <laughs> there was no higher ground. Yes. But I felt like I felt like then God whispered just this promise and and a rainbow. And then like not even an hour later, I believe you were the one on stage that said, Look, there's a rainbow. Somebody texted yes. me while I was on stage and I looked at my watch and I said, Oh, there's a rainbow above. Yes, it was so beautiful. So beautiful. And I just felt that to close the show, the main headliner, 10th Avenue North, 
was just anointed the whole time. Oh, yes. And just was worshiping and this blessing and this overflow for this community. Yeah. It was, I have have the goosebumps. It was an amazing, an amazing concert. And every one of our artists complimented the volunteers because they knew what we were up against and they knew how hard these volunteers had been working. And they just gave us so many kudos, which I was so grateful for, because a lot of times volunteers don't hear that from the people, the artists that they're serving. And they just loved on them. And it was so fantastic. And I had people in front and behind stage that were praying all the time, praying with artists, praying with st- uh, the band members, praying with everybody that was just volunteers. It didn't matter. They were just led by the Holy Spirit and just praying. That's what it's all about. So we were all shedding tears at some point this weekend. And I'm telling you on Sunday, I was just a blubbering mess because everything kind of hit the wall. I laid on the couch. Oh, I, <laughs> I was bet. just like, Bleh. Um, I don't know that I'm still recovered, <laughs> but you know what? Looking back, it's just, it, it is exactly how God would do this event. So let me, I talked to you a little earlier about, did you get the the text message. And I know that you didn't get the text message, but I sent it out. I have key volunteers who have been working tirelessly to make this event happen, right? They've, we had two meetings. (laughs) That's all we had was two meetings. And we worked so hard in those 30 days. And on the morning of the event, I have all these things in my mind, rain and you know, everything was just kind of swirling. And I just said to God, okay, I have done everything I can at this point. I've done all of it. And at this point, I just need to turn it over to you. It is going to be exactly how you want it to be. And I'm just turning it over to you. And then I turned on my old integrity music, Mighty Warrior track, yeah. which I'm telling you is a, is a battle record. It's from the 90s. But I was like marching in my room singing Mighty Warrior, Dress for Battle. And I was just proclaiming that day. And I was, I literally was marching. You should have seen me. I was a fool, fool for Jesus that morning. But I wrote this message. I wanted to read some of it to you. I wrote this message to some of those key people. And I said, Hey, good morning, executive committee. This is Angie. I wanted to send a word of encouragement to you this morning. You have all worked so very hard in a short, very short amount of time, made things happen that we didn't think could happen. We have watched God move continually through this whole month of preparation. I know he has blessed. He is blessed by your efforts and proud of your sacrifices. You have blessed me as well as I watch you all just do these things with your talents that he's blessed you with. It reminds me of the tabernacle and how Moses called out certain skilled workers and God had already prepared them in advance. And so he had already ordained them. So I I wrote that. I said, it reminds me of Moses called out the skilled workers uh, who had already ordained by God. And then I said, let me encourage you now that today will just happen as it should. We didn't get to do the worship that we'd hoped we would be able to do the night before, but it's time to turn off, turn everything over to him today. When you walk about on this land, take every step back from the enemy and his schemes in the name of Jesus, take it back for Jesus, march forward. Mighty warriors today is going to be a great day. Wow. And it was, was. it was, it was, and I was just I was on fire. Listen, I was on fire. (laughs) Yeah, you had your spurs on and everything. (laughs) You know, 
my sneakers are the kind that have the air. So right. the water was just going in. And oh, the only thing I had at the office when somebody was going back, I'm like, somebody grabbed my, my cowboy boots and the spurs are on there and I'm not taking them off. Right. right. <laughs> I just thought it was a fun touch. Yes, you were ready for <laughs> battle, whatever that looked like. <laughs> if I had to jump on a horse for it. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, it was a fantastic weekend. And it's one that nobody will forget. Nobody, nobody will forget. The artist, the volunteers, the attendees. Yeah, I can't believe how many people came back. Yeah. That was very cool. And then the second storm missed us. And we didn't have rain the rest of the night, yep. which was such a blessing. Now, if we had known that, we would have given everybody their full time, but we didn't know. It was it was coming at us, and we were just afraid that 10th would get rained out, and that was just not going to happen. So kudos to those other bands who took 30 minutes. They, they cut their shows by 30 minutes just so that 10th could take the stage. And that was a real blessing to him. Mike, Mike knew that, and he was really blessed by that from the guys. So, yeah, I thought that was really special. And we'll have them all back someday. <laughs> that would be amazing. So now we're talking about having a shirt that says, I survived Rock the Lake 2020. Oh, my stars. I would so get it and, and then get we it would, for my girls. Yeah. And then we could use that money to raise money for next year's Rock the Lake. Oh, absolutely. So I am on board. A lot of people are saying, do we love going at the lake or do we like being at the fairgrounds? So there was a lot of benefits to being at the fairgrounds. As but, long as they don't intermix again, because the joke was for the night <laughs> right? that the lake came to the fairgrounds. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm, I think a lot more people are saying they love the lake. I mean, that's the only thing that was different was we didn't have that beautiful body of water to our side. So anyway, we don't know what's going to happen for next year. We've got the date set and. We haven't even talked about it yet. <laughs> but listen. Well, maybe maybe it's something to add another concert at some point. People uh, are... People... Bite your tongue. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Again, I'm not on the executive committee, so I cannot make those executive decisions. Yeah, but yeah. if I did... We had about 1,200 people there, which normally, you know, is like around 7,000 to 8,000. Right. And a big difference. Um, and we t But we took up a lot of space because people were socially distanced and it was really fantastic they were all sitting separate and they just took up all the space plus we had all this water <laughs> that right. was out there um anyway the pictures the pictures just say it all i hope everybody checks it out so what else happened in these two weeks what did i miss out of your life <laughs> in these last two weeks because i know where my life was some of it's just kind of a blur i guess just trying to get situated for the fall for school as things continue to be changing um, getting acclimated, sports, things were still up in the air. We mm. got word that volleyball for my daughter is a non-contact sport, so it's a go. Which is interesting. All of it's interesting, but I'm just, I have learned through all of this to just take it one step at a time. And when God's word says, do not worry about tomorrow, they have mm. enough worries yes. of themselves. We, that is the true statement. But yes, like it's right here in front of us. I mean, it really has been. And for months. So I have learned, I, I am the ultimate planner. We've talked about all yes. of that and always looking ahead, always looking ahead. Um, I have really learned and to implement with my children. Let's take care of this first. Let's do this first. Let's focus on this. And then we'll. If that's one thing that we've, on that we've all learned during this 2020 is that we cannot look to tomorrow because yes. tomorrow could be completely different. Yes. And learning it with grace. That's what I'm extending to myself because I have a son who's going to be a teenager in October and I want to celebrate his 13th birthday. So I want to get planning for that. And then my daughter's turning 16 in November. I want to plan for that. We, and I'm, do we really want to give her permission to turn 16? I don't. Yes. Cause I don't she's going to help 
towed around the other <laughs> children, the other of six. course. Yes. <laughs> or four. The other yes, four. The other six. Wow. Some days it feels that way. Wow. I gave you a lot more kids than you actually have. <laughs> yes. I feel well, like listen, it. Listen, my children growing up, you're going to think this is funny. Okay, well, I'll my, get ready to laugh. You let no. me know when to laugh. Stop. <laughs> That's mean. Anyway, <laughs> don't choke on your coffee. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So my children, when they were having their birthdays, they had to come to me and ask permission to turn the next age. I'm not going to laugh. I'm processing <laughs> that. That's... That's kind of weird, maybe. They would I don't talk know. about how they're going to turn, you know, such and such an age. And I go, did you get permission to do that? And they go, mom, can we please turn? Mother, 13? may I? The ultimate mother, <laughs> may I game, right? Mother, may I? Do they still call you up on their birthday? Mommy? I mean, every once in a while, I do remind them that they have not had permission to turn whatever 27 age. or whatever, <laughs> you know. My son's birthday's coming up and he's, gosh, I think he's going to be 28. Oh, gosh, I feel so old, Nicole. So How old, old are you? Don't even go there. It was in the paper. <laughs> oh, look at that. Now it's out there for everyone to know. I and know. I never did. I never did look at the article. You never did? I didn't. I told you what was the point. You told me what happened. Oh, yeah. I well, don't need to know from a, a news more, reporter. I'd I said rather a lot hear more the than source. the article, which, you know, um, yeah, I, it's funny. That seems like forever ago. However, I'm doing a big girl thing today. I'm going and shopping for a car. Oh, yay. Yeah. Is it really yay? You know, here's the frustration in all of this. I had a perfectly good car that I loved that was purple and I picked it out and it had everything I loved about it. I didn't love how small the wheels were, but I loved everything about little Petunia. Is that what the name was? Oh, yeah. Her name was Petunia. Are you getting a truck this time? You need a truck. I know I do, but I can't afford a truck. (laughs) But listen, what ends up happening is... The car that I really want now, I have to, I have to make sacrifices in different things. I can't pick the color. Oh, I have you to just poor find thing. You have to <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> oh, my heart's I breaking. Lo- I loved my purple car. Well, I didn't. Okay, I hey, I had a I Honda have, Fit. I have six. Five kids. I can't even remember anymore. I have five kids. <laughs> you bring your new car to our house. We will paint it purple. <clears throat> no. Okay. So I had, but I picked Petunia and okay. I loved Petunia, but I didn't like the small tires because I get up very early in the morning to come to work. And when it's snowy, right. it's not, the roads are not groomed. So I am flying. Who says that? I have never heard that. The roads are not groomed. That's what they call it. They basically you're saying plowed. They, okay, they plowed. have not paved the way for me to enter the world for the day. Grooming is all kinds of things that they need to do to the roads. Okay. okay go I ahead with your grooming the road story. <laughs> grooming the roads. That's You've weird. never heard that I have before? never heard that. Okay. Before they plow the roads. Thank you. I'm driving in snow and those little tires don't hold up. So. My friend who sold me that car, he's helping me to buy this car as well. And he, I, he says, you need to move up to the HRV because it's the same as the Fit, but it has the thicker tires. Cool. But now the whole loan process and getting pre-approved, I hate this. And I'm... Hey, you have a choice. Don't get a vehicle. Don't go on ungroomed roads. <laughs> I'm you, sorry. You're I'm so, so full of sass. I, I know, have two I, weeks. Two weeks of sass <laughs> built up, my friend. Two weeks. Yeah, that's true. I could go back and get a fit. Horse and buggy? I mean, that would be okay with me. It would just take me a while to get to work in the morning. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. You will survive. You'll get your vehicle. You will rename it. (laughs) It won't be purple, though. Maybe. I don't know. Did you you ask? Do you already know which one you're getting? 
Not exactly, but I can't choose the color because I have to look at mileage and I have to look at price because I'm looking at the next have model. Have you asked up. God and said, look, this is important to me. No, look I at mileage, not. look at color, look at all those things. Who knows? Maybe there's Petunia too. <laughs> Patu. <Patoo>. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend Tom, who's helping me shop for cars, I, I told him I was getting really discouraged. And he quickly stopped me in my tracks. I love Tom. He's a, a man of God and he's just fantastic. He said, I understand. He goes, I bless you with faith, hope, and love from God, our father. Take courage, my friend. You need a car. The Lord will provide. Let's pray for his will, his way. Amen. With a question mark. And I'm like, amen. Yes. And then he said, let me remind you that God took care of you the last time with a company car and then a car of your choosing and alone. Praise God. He's ready, willing, and able to do it again. And then he said, amen. With a question mark. And oh my I'm gosh. Like, I love Tom. Thank you for straightening out. <laughs> Drop mic. <laughs> right? Yes. I love people in my life that remind me. Of yes. God's truth. I try to do it to other people. And when people do it to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I needed that. So this is a guy who sold me my first car. He's not doing it right now, but he's going with me and he's already negotiating and doing all that. He's, you know, he's already doing this for me. I just I am so grateful Yay. to have these people in my life. And I want to do something special for him. I brought him. I brought him a salad one time, but you know, I have to find something else special to do. I know. He awesome. I know he loves. um Olive Garden. Maybe I'll take him to Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, awesome. But he is he is a friend um, that I've known for a while. He's a drummer. He's played with us for doing worship music. And yeah, he's a very cool guy. So that's my blessing for today. I don't know what I'm going to end up with. I, I don't know if I'm going to get a petunia or if I'm going to get another color. But I don't think that there's... It's funny because he remembered how much I loved the purple car. Right. And so he kept looking for purple. I go, listen, Tom, I understand. I'm not going to get everything that I want. A purple stripe. No, I oh. I mean, really, the color is not that important. Wait, say that again. Uh, no. <laughs> Smart Alec. <laughs> Sorry. I, I When it comes I right down to it, it doesn't really matter the color. The fact is that I have to get a loan that I can afford. I've already gotten pre-approved. Yay! And, and I, I just need to get something that's in my price range with decent miles that hasn't been in a wreck. And okay. that's the bottom line. So I know what I'm looking for. I've been shopping. I've been talking to different dealers around to see if things are available. They're moving fast. Yes. And they get something in every day. But here's where it's the truth of what Tom said. God protected me from the beginning to the end. I used to drive the shine vehicle and then I bought a car and then I kept that car for two and a half years. And now I'm, I'm, it's not my fault that I have to go and get another car, but I'm, I felt very defeated. But the truth is I have to watch his footsteps. He's been walking this out all along. So I'm probably going to get a really amazing car today. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm excited because then next week you can tell us exactly Exactly. How the process went down. Yeah. I'm sure I'll have a few more frustrations. This is, <laughs> this is like on a tele, the, uh, this is a podcast cliffhanger. 
this is a podcast. Really? Do you think people are really cliffhanging until next week about <laughs> my car? <laughs> I don't know, but I hear the music in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I hear, what will Angie do? Oh, like a soap opera. What will Angie do? What oh. will she get? What, how will God provide? Oh, yeah. That, I can hear the voiceover myself. Maybe I'll find somebody <laughs> to do the voiceover on that part. And... Right. <laughs> who, who would play you? These are the days of our lives. Yes. Oh, my stars. <laughs> do you know that was the soap opera of choice that I would watch. Me too. And in college, I would... Boy, that show's been around a long time. <laughs> yes. In college, I would go to what they called the den to watch Days of Our Lives. And Brian was the kitchen manager. You, you know what? I need to remind him of that. He was the kitchen manager. Of course, he was the kitchen manager. Anyway, he would get paid to sit and watch Days of Our Lives with me because he was in charge of making sure everybody else was working. And that was his opportunity to sit. Oh, was he schmoozing with you? Kind of. Trying to get yes. on your good side? Yes. And you will appreciate wow. this because of military. Well, maybe, but he started out in the Navy. Well, he's always been in the Navy, but a bosomate and chipping and painting the deck. And he learned a trick to shine brass and all the door handles for the cafeteria were brass, were brass yeah. and they were always cruddy and dirty. And yeah. he was like, why doesn't anybody clean these? And his boss said, you know, well, we do the best we can. He was like, well, you're doing it wrong. So he got hot sauce. You use hot sauce to no. clean brass. Yes. And it shines. That's a great takeaway for today. Yes. There hot you go. Sauce. You know, because I listen, I know this because we had belt buckles that were all brass that we had to polish even in boot camp. Yes. We had to polish our belt buckles, but then later you could buy the galvanized and you didn't have okay. to worry about it anymore. But polishing your shoes and and polishing your belt buckles, that was a big deal. Oh, I never yeah. even knew about hot sauce. How did he figure that out? Just trick trick of the trade. Wow. Because so you didn't have Google back then. No. No, you had people that knew things and you listened to people because you respected them. Mm. That's a topic of another day. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with the hot sauce. I want to talk about how God provides. Okay. And takes care of the littlest things and the matters of your heart. Okay. So and this has to do with hot sauce? It does. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so my mother turned 70 last month. Yes. And we are celebrating her birthday tomorrow. Okay. Having a big crawfish boil at our house. Crawfish? Crawfish. Who's catching the crawfish? We're having it flown in from Louisiana. Oh, wow. So when we Why were stationed, crawfish? because She's... when we were stationed in Pensacola, that was down south. That right? was like the most south that you could get in Florida. Right. Well, well, close um, to Louisiana, right. you know, that kind of thing, Alabama. And so we would attend crawfish boils all the time on the beach or white sands. Oh, yeah. And Beautiful. we would do it at our house. And Brian learned how to do an authentic crawfish boil. Nice. So we're doing this for my mom and crawfish and shrimp and and dewy. Dewey? It's uh, sausage and potatoes and corn, and you just cook it all. You boil it all. Brian's doing all the cooking. Of and course. then you throw all the food on the table. know how you cook. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, in a big, in like a trough. Yes. Oh. Yes. I have heard about that before. Oh, my stars. So then we're going to do all or this. A gutter. So you use a gutter. Something. You use something. something. I'll show you pictures later, depending oh, on how it I'm all turns out. Oh, because I'm not invited. Is that what you're saying? I'm not, I'm not invited. Anyway, so <laughs> so all of I'll this. I'll just send her something in the mail. So yes, yeah, so here it was. You're so funny. I'm so sorry, I'm Vicky. Get... I wasn't invited to your birthday, but here's your present. <laughs> we are well. Hot sauce. This brings back to okay. hot sauce. Your mom is hot sauce. You you can tell her. No, I said she's so. the she is the belle of the boil. That's. 
the theme. That's what you call her is the bell of the boil? Instead of the bell of the bowl. It's her birthday, <laughs> bell of the boil. So all of this crawfish. So I have a list of things that I need to pick up. Brian is going to make collard greens and zatarain. I mean, all that fun stuff. Zatarain. Yes. I've heard of that. Yes. Anyway, so on the list, I needed hot sauce. And I have a budget that I'm working with. Just that you need to polish. Right. <laughs> right. Or you put it on your crawfish. Anyway, I'm in Walgreens picking up something for my daughter. And I see right there in the clearance, two bottles of hot sauce, 75 cents each. And I was so excited. This is how God provides. He did. And it... I know it sounds silly, but for me, it was a big deal because I'm all about uh, sales and bargains and saving money and see what I can get for the least amount of money. Not like a cheapskate thing, but just a... Yeah, you like the deals. Yes. And I was so excited and I came home and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I got hot sauce for 75 cents and it's name brand. It's... Wow. Anyway, I was super excited about that. Can you tell? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> So, so that was a very long story to, help to me say to how remember. God yes. provides the littlest. So here you are getting a car today, my and friend. And that's a big thing. He yes. can do the big stuff too. Yes. So I, I, I look forward to whatever I get. Here's another thing I didn't realize is that one of my coworkers had just bought a vehicle and I didn't think much of it. I've never actually heard of an HRV until I talked to Tom when I had this accident. And that's funny because I just don't pay attention. You know, how often do you go shopping for a car? I don't do it very often at all. Like every five, 10 years, who knows? Anyway, he just bought a car that's an HRV. And I looked at it and went, oh my gosh, we're going to be twinsies. (laughs) What is an HRV? Well, okay. You have the Honda Fit. Okay. The next model up is the HRV. So it has the same chassis, but it's a little bit bigger. But it has bigger wheels. And then you have the CRV, which is the next model up. So these are the models for the Honda. Okay. I, I love the know fit. all of that. I, my fit was fantastic. It was just those little wheels. That was the only complaint I had about it. This is exactly like it. Everything inside is just like it. Okay. And wow. And, and just bigger wheels. So I was like, well, yeah, they only started making it in 2016. So okay. none of them are really super old. So I can get a 16 or a 17 at a decent price. Yay. So I'm waiting for God to show me where my car is. Okay. I mean, I, I pretty much bought Petunia on the phone with Tom because I said, he said something about, oh, I've got a car here. It's purple. I go, that's my car. He goes, oh, it's got a moonroof. I said, that's my car, Tom. What's a moonroof? A sunroof. We can call it one of the, don't look at me like I'm, I'm talking foreign today. You are these things. (laughs) The grooming of the road, the moonroof. Are you going to howl at the moon? No, I've heard of a sunroof, but a moonroof? I don't know. I, I those, don't know the those difference. Those are people that work third shift? I, <laughs> I think that there is a difference between the two. But Okay, sorry. I think they're interchangeable. I will Google it. Why don't you? That's a really great idea. Yeah, it's funny. Something about... I was listening to myself the other day, and you know how... <laughs> do you know how... Did you answer back? <laughs> no, I mean, I was listening to a recording of myself. And you know, I'm very, very specific to not sound like an upstate New Yorker. So like fog, I always say fog because that's how we say it in upstate New York is we got a lot of fog, but I won't do that on the air because you can hear it, my accent. So I say fog and I make an O sound fog, right? But the other day I heard myself say on and instead of saying on, I was like on and I'm like, oh my gosh, I sound like a New Yorker. (laughs) But that's fun. No, it sounds, people hear my, my accent. So I'm really, I was like really taken back. I'm like, Wow. I still sound like I'm from upstate New York. And when I went back, my kids always tell me I have an accent. 
you know, because they say, you always say father. And I go, do I do not say father? But I do say father. Anyway, I go back and I listen to my family talk and I go, wow, they really have a strong accent. And I didn't realize I had it until I heard myself say on. See how I said it nicely? An Ohio-esque. How about that? Ohio-esque. I said it like an Ohioan. Is it Ohioan or Ohioan? Ohioan. Okay, see, I don't even know that. I got all kinds of words for you today. I'll make up any word you want. <laughs> want. There you go. I sounded like a New Yorker again. Game on. Any, any word you want. There. I have to open my mouth and not give it the whole nasally thing. I am from New York. There's just there's so no denying. It. Embrace it. But on the radio, you got to kind of sound a little bit more, I don't know, across across the board, like (laughs) educated, I guess. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's tough. I just don't, I don't know. It ain't ain't nobody's business what we sound like. No, honestly, if I, if I got on the radio and talked with poor grammar, don't you think that would irritate people? And I think sometimes the accent also will do it. And if you listen to radio people, unless they're from the South, they, they're usually, you know, they have a very... Um, universal way of talking. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just my own hang up. (laughs) I got a lot of hang ups today, Nicole. And you're not helping, by the way. (laughs) Because I have two weeks of sass. Yeah. Building up. Yeah. Just like a a soda getting shaken. I can't talk today. Maybe I need more coffee. Where's my coffee? I'm drinking it. There you go. Mine's cold now. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So what, how can you... Make the world a better place? Yes. I just told you I talk right on the radio. Oh, well, I didn't know that's where we <laughs> no. were going. Well, thank you. We all thank you. <laughs> no, it's not true. I, you, I talk, you talk correctly. I do correct. I, yes, I try to talk correctly on the radio. And I don't know if correctly is the right word. That's one of my sister's biggest hangups is when people don't put L-Y on words when they're supposed to be there. An, an adverb. Yes. L-Y. Yes. Uh-huh. There's a, don't get me started on grammar. I really am a stickler for grammar. Very much so. You is? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you know, in Ohio, there's so many grammatical things that people say, like, do you want to come with? And my, I go, yeah, keep talking. With what? With whom? <laughs> my, head's, my head's already hurting when you said grammar. So. Really? You're a well-educated woman. Thank you. You, well, oh, wait, wait, that was home ec, right? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not. A home ec teacher who still doesn't so cook. <laughs> I do cook. I do cook. Who's making the broil? Well, Brian. Okay. But I ordered it. Doesn't <laughs> that count? He's the doctor who's doing the cooking, and you're the home ec person who doesn't. <laughs> it all, hey, Brian and the boys just got back from a little vacay, and my kids were fed well, and we did just fine. You mean the ones that were left behind? The ones left behind to make it sound like it was a bad thing. Yes. They were fed well? They were fed very well. What kind of things did you feed them? They weren't fed good. They were fed well. Right. I cannot tell you the last time I've had fish sticks. The last time I came over, apparently, because fish sticks and macaroni and cheese. Oh, my stars. Let it go. That's a great dinner. Let it go. Yeah, if it's fresh fish Mm. that Brian cooks. Mm. Yeah. I still like mine in stick form, breaded. But I don't now. I'm trying to eat healthier. <laughs> yes. Well, it kind of weighs you down. So it's do tell fun. me what you cooked for your girls. Well, well my stars. Again, lots of I'm salads. not living in the past. Well, yes, we had lots of salads. I'm not living in the past. I, I we did imagine. have these amazing burrito bowls that were amazing. They they were actually. So see, you do cook because you made me some burrito bowls. Thank you. And they, yes, I didn't eat one of them, but they looked beautiful. Thank you. But kudos, by the way. Thank you. So I'm still waiting for my charcuterie board. 
Yeah, we'll I finally work, learned we'll how to say that. it. Yes. And we do have another concert coming up, so you can always make a charcuterie board for that. You call my people. <laughs> Let my people call your people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am my people. Yes. I am not I'm not a person who has staff. Did I tell you about <laughs> my Allie and Evie that they were born in Florida in Pensacola? Okay. And every time we go on vacation in Florida, Allie's like, Oh, I love going back to see my people. <laughs> She's so cute. She was like but they speak the same language that I do. I mean, she's said this for years, <laughs> for years. So it's it's adorable. You do. You do have to find your people. Yes. And I will tell you that being a part of Rock the Lake, that group, that MO, that environment. Yeah. My people. Those are, yes, definitely yes. my people, especially when they hang out in the rain with me. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Yes. You know, um, I did get a chance to do something fun that broke up my whole Rock the Lake craziness and it wasn't too hard on my body because you know I'm still dealing with back issues sure and the thing that I did while we were uh, was the the Sunday before Rock the Lake I went with my girlfriend and did an obstacle course with my horse so do you know what that looks like uh you on a horse jumping over sticks no we didn't you don't jump or anything it's mostly walking but they put up all these different obstacles that your horse has to accomplish and they had Tons of different cool things. Now, the one thing that my horse really didn't like was they had a little red wagon that I would pull behind the horse and the, it squeaked very loudly. She was oh, not real happy no. about that. <laughs> oh, wow. That could but, spook them. Oh, absolutely. This is why this is a, a challenging course. So it was a what they call a play day. So they have all these things out and everybody can just come. They did it as a donation for a, a, a therapy horse. And so they just said, this is the donation amount if you can do it. And you can just come and play. So they had all kinds of trail things set up, like jumps and not jumps, but um, logs that you would have to go over. You can walk them. So you jump over sticks? Uh, yes, I guess. Okay. I, I didn't, but. Layman's terms. There's, you know, there's things where you have to go down into a gully and back up the other side, but it was, it was something I could do so that it didn't hurt my back. They oh, also nice. had hula hoops on the ground. And you know those those tubes that the dogs run through? They had one of those sitting there. She didn't like that either. There was a kiddie pool. That, there was a mirror. Listen, my horse has such a strong personality. She saw herself in that mirror and you could hear her going, oh, yeah, I look good. Oh, yeah, this is me. Oh, my stars. I was just thinking <laughs> a lot of people say that you your dog, the, the mannerisms yeah. and the looks are like the owner. And as soon as you said, my horse is, you said very strong. Yes. Got a very strong character. Yes. A lot like personality owner. <laughs> right. And then oh, yeah. you said, there's a mirror. She... <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah. I don't look at myself and go, Oh yeah. But it was funny because my friend who brought her horse, she said, Oh, my horse has never seen herself in the mirror. And she's trying to figure out who that is. Oh, and my cute. horse was like, Oh yeah. Hey. I look good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it was so funny. I'm like, she is really enjoying looking at her. And what's your horse's name? Faith. Mm, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, it was uh, it was a fun time. Uh, we just had such a blast. Got to see some people. Got to go riding through the trails. It was we just it was a great weekend to not have to think about Rock the Lake right in the middle of planning for Rock the Lake. So right. it was really good for my heart. And it wasn't bad on my body either. But That's now I'm awesome. now I've done Rock the Lake and now my back is really hurting because I did end up twisting wrong. And it doesn't take much. I forget that my body is still broken. And every time I raise my arms, I remind myself, oh, 
yeah, it still hurts. Well, it's also the reminder of all the stress that we have. And then all of a sudden when that event, that function, that yeah, the in- thing has passed, whatever that is, yeah. your body just releases and shuts down. Right. But I still have to do a pretty regular visits to my chiropractor because it still is pretty right. achy. And it's weird because I still can't raise my arms without them hurting. And and that's just, I don't know how long that's going to last. I'm And my chiropractor's like, you're still broken like right. quit feeling like if you had a scratch in this accident it would not be healed yet so right. why do you think your back would be better which is true so i'm just thankful that i'm still mobile that's all i'm saying yes <laughs> yes and so that's been my couple of weeks i mean i really i was just so very focused except for that one weekend which was a nice break and such a blast and now and my horse loaded oh my gosh let me tell you my horse doesn't love to trailer she had a bad trailering accident um long time ago that really ruined her and the more that we trailer her the better she gets and that's fine explain that what do you mean so somebody went before i had her she was young somebody put her on a trailer that was too small so she was riding on a trailer yes okay she she was hooked up incorrectly which made her panic and she hurt herself. Mm. So it was a very bad experience for her. And so ever since, she gets very nervous on trailer rides. She'll come out of there completely sweaty. But she's getting, with the more we do it, the more she knows, okay, I know I've got to take the this trust ride. Is there. Yeah. So we had a little bit of problem getting her on, but she finally did come on, coaxed her with some grain, which is great. Love that they, they go with their stomach. But by the time we were done with the whole event, I'm standing on the ramp with my horse waiting to load her while Sherry was doing something else. And my horse just jumped on the trailer by herself. I was like, oh, she's loading. And I threw the, <laughs> threw oh, the line yay. over her head and she just jumped on. I was like, that is a very good sign. Now I know I can go anywhere. <laughs> that is like, going through my spiritual filter, Angie. Okay. The way that we just trust the Lord. How we're hesitant to follow his lead. Because we've been jaded before. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you'll take care of us, God. Okay, where am I headed to next? Where am I off to Let next? Let me just go and ahead and just, jump on. Yes. Man, just taking it back to the Lord. Look at you. I love it. I. That's my heart. My people. Yeah. That's where God wants us to be. Yeah. And I love it. Well, and I, I do need those reminders today that God is in control because, oh, once again, <laughs> and not, things aren't done yet. And so I'm, I'm still walking it all out. So right. anyway, we will have more to talk about next week. We'll yeah, have, we will. I'll have the more. The cliffhanger. <laughs> what car did Angie buy? Stay tuned. I don't think it's going to be that much of a cliffhanger, honestly. Why not? Have the people wait. Do you want me to wait to tell you as well so that you find out when you come on? We want to hear it live. (laughs) Brought to you live. Again, full of sass. I want to hear. I want to hear those who have missed out the last two weeks on the podcast. Angie dot in the morning at gmail.com. What car will she buy? <laughs> what the, what's what the should the, yes, what I should already the segment told them. be called? I already told them it's going to be a 2016 or 17 HRV. I've already told them. Well, then somebody will hear they that and email it in. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hopefully they will. I mean, let's hope. But yeah, I did, I did get one email that said, we really missed the podcast. Can't wait to get back. So that was really sweet. Thank you very, very much for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's been great to hang out with you. We just need to do this. We need to do this every week, (laughs) Nicole. Okay. (laughs) We'll just call it a podcast every week. Yay. Angie and friends. On a podcast. On a podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a great week. 
You too, Be praying friend. for my my car. I'm, there is a car that is yes, mine. Yes, there is. Has so. your name written all over it. Yep, that's because God said, that's for my little girl right there. That's Yay. what he says. So have a good week, and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. The Shine FM Podcast Network.